0: like a little moody at first
1: moody. you know why because it, it matches the weather
0: yes hello everyone it is episode 377 and sarah is waterlogged
1: for sure <laughs> it's actually funny you say that because that was the problem my hair was having for a while what too much moisture
0: oh that's what they said yeah who's they i don't know.
1: like my hairdresser actually
0: she said that is oh, too God. moist yeah <laughs> for real
1: oh it's a real nightmare back and forth with his hair like you know too much protein too much moisture whatever like
0: but how's it you know? going how's your journey it's pretty good it's pretty good <laughs> what' well, do we minus
1: call it? the too much minus the too much moisture that was a turns your hair into like gummy like rubber band you pull it and yeah, it just that's like not good oh my god that was a nightmare I lost so much hair anyways well what that's my causes
0: own that conditioner
1: yeah like leave too much because I had too much protein for a while, and then everybody was like, "Oh, you have to take use products with no protein in it." So I was like six months of no protein in any products, and then just too much moisture, and it's like a balancing act. Who freaking knew? <laughs> well, it'd be the same problem if it were curly or straight. But
0: were you? Let's see. Refresh my memory. We were talking about the curly girl method or whatever Correct. you call it. Yes. And weren't weren't you there when we were talking about like you're in some group? Oh my gosh. And yeah. then didn't someone we know get kicked out yes, of this Yes, Because happened? they talked
1: about straightening it, like using a heating tool. Like oh yeah, hot this tools was on Patreon. Yes. Our QA.
0: Yeah. Correct. One of them's like, I'm in one of those groups and I got banned. Yeah. Because she just asked everyone, Hey, like, how do you straighten your hair every once in a while? And People they were like, were like, get, like get Out, out. Yes. <laughs> she was excommunicated. Yep. From I get it. Girl, like, what? I, I mean,
1: I don't get it, but I'm not a, I'm not. Why I, I'm not are they in so militant
0: about it? I mean, every once in a while, you can straighten, right? Right. I, I mean, I don't like...
1: I guess. <laughs> well, or maybe not, according to... They say to, no. You know? Yeah. But I well. say, you know, whatevs. Do it. Well, so
0: when you go out in the rain, like just now, yeah. does that affect your whole process?
1: Well, I mean, a light drizzle is kind of good. A little moisture, a little... I don't know defrizz kind of yeah. like mist thing Right. but uh but it was too wet. much. yeah no, no not so much
0: no good yeah. oh well
1: yeah oh god when i was in costa rica my hair no joke never dried the entire time i was there
0: for real, for
1: real never i don't ever remember it being dry i do not
0: really understand that
1: yeah my it's just really porous and like holds a lot of water and so like i'd put it in a braid and end of the day i'd take it out braids to still, it's still wet oh my god if i put my hair in a ponytail it would be wet when i get home tonight yeah but that's like you know who cares about that
0: i mean i kind of do kind of but anyway the sun's peeking out so maybe your your woes are over yeah
1: look at that now the sun (laughs) comes out i (laughs) sat there waiting in my car for (laughs) there to be a break in this torrential (laughs) downpour but whatevs i'm excited because it means there's gonna be snow in the mountains and i'm heading up to the slopes all right Are you for real? Yeah, for real. Weekend uh, after Thanksgiving. No way. So probably like right when this airs, I'll be
0: a little ski bunny. That's exciting. I know. Fun. I'm sure you're excited for that. (sighs) The most excited. Uh, I wanted to kick off the show talking about our trip recently to that farm sanctuary where we met all the lovely animals. Um, It was really nice and uh, fun, and they really did name all their pigs after the say by the Bell cast, which was really I, cute. Oh my god,
1: I didn't even know that. I didn't even read your...
0: Your yeah, that said that. That is so cute. Yeah, who's they were your like, favorite? Well, they were like, just watch Slater. He's real naughty. Well, <laughs> Which, that fits. Yeah, no what, doubt. Don't you always
1: say that the name is like <laughs> right. people? Yeah,
0: right. I didn't meet Screech, but I did meet Morris and Kapowski and Lisa Turtle. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it was and really I like that they went
1: with the last names. That's, yeah, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was yes. really fun. And the whole point of the sanctuary is to teach people about a plant-based life and to encourage people oh. to not um, consume meat and dairy or animal products. And um, oh my God, there's a rainbow! You have to look. Oh, Hold okay, on, we're okay, pausing. Pause. Well, well, that,
1: well, that was gorgeous.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. My- I- Got distracted and had to pause, but it's not every day, right? And my favorite that. part about that was like Susie was like, "Hey, sir, sir go
1: yell at Adam <laughs> to to go look at the rainbow." And so I do, and then he goes, "Oh, I, I know, I just texted her about it." I'm like, "That is adorable." Right. Couple goals right there.
0: <laughs> well, it's the simple things. I mean, that's a real special really sight to guys see. Like love
1: language right
0: there. <laughs> rainbow
1: sharing, rainbows. <laughs> I was thinking that anyway. actually that my love language is, which like they don't even have as an option, but it this is it is just sharing stuff. Oh. Like hey, I saw this and this reminded me of hey, oh. I, you know. It's yeah. like not gifts, but it's like
0: mm-hmm. information. for
1: info, like hey, I saw this Tips. meme. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Those kind
1: of things. Yeah, I can Sharing see that. The exchange.
0: I I don't know what's on my face. Um I recently was reading a book and you know how I'm not real into like love languages. Yeah. I mean, I get it, yeah. but I'm not like an enthusiast or anything. <laughs> and uh, uh the book that I was reading Kind of made me think about my own relationship. I'm like, oh, I think I, I need to explore this more. Yeah. Because I think Adam's is physical touch. Yeah. And I'm like hands off the merchandise kind of gal. Uh-huh. M- mostly. Right, right, And so I was like, oh, this could be helpful. It's, so what do oh, I know? I love this. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, snaps for that. I mean, I don't want to like. Get too into it because those people are weird. But right.
1: well, anytime you, you go, it's it's just a, <laughs> more information to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it it helps you better see the ways that other people are showing you love that you might. Yeah, be you might be
0: missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like if you're putting out a lot of effort, and it's like, man, there this people are not receiving this. <laughs> Understanding what your your love languages, friends' love languages, family members. Like it's not just for. Intimate relationships,
0: yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was yeah. a, a moment where I'm like, oh right, maybe it's not all fooey. Yeah, what do you think yours is? Uh, words of affirmation, oh, yeah, I would yeah. say, probably. Yeah, quality time. mm Hmm. Well, the thing is, though, he's great in all areas. Like he does do yes, that, he sure and does. he's acts also- of service. Yeah, check, check, check. But I'm not, so I am clearly the one that needs to work on these things. But that's all right. We all have room for improvement, yeah. don't we?
1: I bet you're better than you think you
0: are. Um, well, definitely not with touch, but I was reflecting on all the pictures of him growing up. Like him and his sister were like super touchy feely and I couldn't even imagine wow. one of my brothers touching me oh, with right. affection. Oh, I mean, funny. that would be, it makes me laugh. Yeah, But so you just, you get used to things and I, yeah. I never got used to that. Anyway. Interesting. So we went to the farm and oh, saw right, right, all the right. beautiful animals and it's really nice that you can interact with them and see how they live and all that. Yeah. But anyway, what do you think about like those type of things where that, their agenda is to get you to lean out of um, I meat it. consumption?
1: I, yeah. lo- I like, and, well, and I think that may be, the, do they outright say that? They're like, we want you to stop eating meat and stop, start or are they just yeah. kind of, or is that implied? They're just kind of no, showing you. No, oh, it's not implied. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, and
0: yeah. they they say like anything is that's a step away from meat is good. So yeah. even if it's just like meat free Monday or yeah. I'm you know for that. learning a new recipe and in using tofu, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they really want you to not yeah. do it at all.
1: I mean, I think it's maybe a more serious problem than people know mm-hmm. or understand, and just like the. And maybe the people get caught up on it, on the health benefits of it. Yeah. They just think, oh, this is just for eating and who cares? Like what, you know, I know what's good for my body. Yeah. But that's not really what we're focusing on. Like that's not the whole picture. It's yeah. What's sustainable, what's good for our environment, what's good for, you know, yes. the plant, all this stuff. Yeah. So I don't, I think that's wonderful that in a way they're just informing people on something that's like... I just feel like it's not like there are two sides to the issue, you know. No, but I know that people think they're like it's like this is
0: better. Uh huh. Not doing this is worse. Uh That's it. I don't think you can like. I took this quiz. One of our brainiacs tagged us, and it was on in New York Times. But you could take the quiz to determine how like literate you are about um, (gasps) the environment, and I want to take that. Yeah, it was really nice because it said like, what's the best thing you can do for the planet? And then you had all these options Mm. and you had to rank them. Oh, I love this. Yeah, so it wasn't just a right or wrong. It Mm -hmm. was like putting them in order. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you'd be right, but other times you're like, wow. Because I thought flying would be worse than eating meat, but eating meat was worse Mm. than flying. Mm -hmm. You know, because you think about the carbon footprint, all that stuff. Yeah, maybe
1: because of how frequent you do it or probably fly less frequent than...
0: Yeah, I, don't I know. Yeah, yeah that's but it interesting. was informative. How do you
1: think you did? Well, how did you do?
0: I did okay. I did yeah. better than average, but there oh, were good. some things that were surprising, like that example that I gave, where I was like, yeah. "Okay, I still have a lot to learn." Because a lot of it is what you've read or been exposed to, and so some of that is hype. Yeah, you know, even like the straw thing, it right. was just like a way in to get people to talk about it. It's really yeah, not about yeah. straws. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You know. Yes. The like other day I horrible. was at a restaurant and I got a orange juice and it had like, you know, one of those plastic lids that you stick a straw through. Mm-hmm. Went to go, went to get a straw and I already felt guilty because I'm like, oh, I'm using straw. Go to put the straw on the <laughs> lid and does that annoying thing where the straw breaks and like cracks in half and then they can't use it because it has like a, you know, cracked side. Yeah. So I got to toss that away. Then I go to get another straw and I try to put it in the thing. It was like a trampoline for the straw, <laughs> and I went to go put it in, and it flung the uh, back up in the air and landed Jeez. like six feet away from me. And I'm like, oh my god, I gotta get another straw. No. Have a third one. I'm like, I, I can't. The, I, I threw them away, and I went to go do that thing of like recycling trash, recycling trash. And I'm like. Ugh. I know these like, can't be recycled. And I got thrown in the trash. And I, it was like a whole guilty feeling. And the whole time, right in the car, I remembered, I have that
0: yeah. straw that you gave <laughs> right, me. And like, right, I didn't right. even go
1: get it. And so,
0: I have guilt. Well, you know who should have guilt is uh, Costco because they were, have those garbage cans that go, you know, one side is garbage, one yeah. side is recycled. But there's no different bag in the... <gasps> no. It's just one big bag. It's just... Oh, I
1: don't that, know who they think They're, it, they're just messing
0: with us. What is good for the environment and good for your face is Bioclarity. It is made out of all those lovely green things that you should be eating and then you can put them on your face too. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Bioclarity is a three-step face wash. I use the one that's good for problem skin Um, and you can get that kind or you can get just sort of the regular for people that have beautiful skin and want to keep it that way. Um, And... I love that they are not super expensive. Yeah. I was just talking really about reasonable. this, how, you know, their competitors like $250. For <laughs> yeah. Two and, ounces. Uh, oh,
1: and what I love too is I was thinking about this. My container lasts a really long time. Yeah. Like my face wash. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, that's kind of a small thing. Like, I bet I'll go through the. Nope. Yeah. Little goes, long Little it, goes a long
0: so way. I am so happy with that. Oh, yes. Love it. And they it's have like so a good. holiday ultimate skincare bundle, which is really nice because you can get oh, yeah. a good deal. They have that um, for seventy five ninety five instead of 130 right now. So it's 40% off. So that might be a good gift for friends and family, or you guys can try it to get your skin looking great for the holidays. Um this holiday season, give the gift of glowing skin courtesy of BioClarity. I love it because it cleared up my skin and it made such a huge difference, and then I don't have to be embarrassed and look stupid. <laughs> and even better, these products are actually affordable right now. You can save 15% off everything on BioClarity's website when you use our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. That's on top of the already incredible 40% off discount on their ultimate skincare bundle. That's bioclarity.com. And don't forget to use our code Candy for 15% off at checkout. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're on to you, Costco. I yeah. couldn't believe it. It wasn't That's, all of them, but some of them, some yeah. of the garbage cans. Yeah.
1: Did I tell you I had a Tinder date once be judgy about my recycling about me not having a recycling bin? No. And I was like, mm.
0: "Wait, so you
1: don't own a recycling?" Well, bin. I I don't I I like recycle items that I know are recyclable and I'll like put them in like a Trader Joe's bag or something. Yeah. I'll put like my wine bottles or like, you know, the Packaging yes. to stuff that you can recycle and everything. And, uh, but I don't have like a separate bin for it. And he was like, Oh, I'll, uh, you know, like, oh, do you have a recycling? And I was like, Oh, no, you can just put it like to the side of the trash can. I'll throw it like, and he like gave me this look. No, I like, don't you have a recycling. And I was like, First of all, can it? There's like a million things I could be judgy about. You for. <laughs> so
0: he was next.
1: And he, he got no more dates. That,
0: was that it wasn't why? Wasn't just that, but, but it was symbolic. Yeah, he was that kind I of was guy. Like, mm, 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 wow. Good thing I don't have to worry
1: about that anymore.
0: Little does he know how passionate you are about. I know single-use plastics. Right. I was like, if only he
1: read my <laughs> book I wrote when I was in second grade
0: <laughs> at the uh, the author's fair. Um, well, I had read also this other thing just. To keep on the theme about going meat-free. Yeah. I really want to know what you think about this. There, there's a vegan guy mm-hmm. who is suing Burger King mm-hmm. over the Impossible Burger mm-hmm. because he's mad that they cook it on the same grill.
1: Mm-hmm. This, this happened
0: at in and out too. Okay. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, I mean, I Oh, God. It depends on how it's advertised. Because, like, if it's advertised as a vegetarian product, it's
0: it's, uh, it's just
1: advertised as a meatless burger. Yeah. So I think that it's fine because you're not saying, like, there's no animal byproducts in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be how they advertise it or how they, like, I don't know.
0: Well, legally. according to the we- the article that I read, it was saying that, Burger King says, you know, this is a, whatever they call that, meatless, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, And that if you have, if you want it to be completely vegan or whatever, then you have to make a special request and say, you know, like fucking coach your kitchen. Like you got to totally move it over. Yeah. But so I don't know what he's worked up. Right. Same. And it's called, sir, Burger King. Right. Like I don't know where you thought you were headed, yeah, for your meal, and you should be grateful because, like, right? Come on, it I'm really annoyed. really bugs me. Yeah,
1: and it's always like the fuck out the of vegetarian here. people.
0: <laughs> don't say that. No,
1: but I'm thinking back to the vegan lady who with the barbecue who was like <laughs> complaining about, about that. Like, you know, <laughs> that was so funny. Right? I mean, I get yeah, it. I they're get like, it too. okay, they're you know, advocates, I guess. I definitely get don't it. Don't write me, people. <laughs> I totally get it. I support every and all. She's gonna to ask, ask me choices. to edit that out. And no, I, I won't. I don't not even care. Oh, good. I don't even care.
0: No, we, I've gone I get it too. But train. get out of here. When you can get the Impossible Burger and make a special request, yeah. Or you can just eat it and shut up. Yeah. I mean, come on.
1: It's just looking for something.
0: You to- went. You walked your ass into a Burger King. And Burger then you're mad about king. all the burgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have pro- It's like going to Burger yeah. King and being mad about the royals. <laughs> like, there's kings there and there's burgers. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right. okay, this is what to expect. Or like
1: mad they didn't have like a princess crown and you know how they only like got <laughs> the king. Yeah, it's right. Burger King, not Burger Princess.
0: Yeah, bitch. I get it.
1: Uh, question for you. Uh-huh. Uh, more Speaking of hamburgers. Yeah. Uh, I was... I've had many discussions about the ranking of, of like burgers and like best burger places. Yeah. Um, this is a big, big one. debate. <laughs> yeah. I almost feel like this is like more... Too controversial riot. for us. So have you eaten at Smashburger? I have. Okay. Smashburger, five guys. Mm-hmm. In and out, mm-hmm. the habit.
0: Oh, yeah. The habit. I don't think I've had that. Okay. One. Is that really good? Well... You don't want to reveal. I don't want to reveal okay. my thoughts Yeah. How would you rank this? I would put In and Out at number one. Okay. Um, have you had Five Guys? I have. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Five Guys. Smash Burger's okay. And what was the other one? The Habit. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, but that's like the order. I get mad when people pick Five Guys over In and Out. Here, okay. Now, I'm a Five Guys
1: over. I'm a, because if we're talking about just the burger. That's Bo, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my dog.
0: It's not Santa. No. no, that's
1: not funny though. <laughs> he's there early. Um, he's like, hamburgers? I'm into it. <laughs> right. Um, uh, uh, okay, so if we're talking just strictly burger, yes, In-N-Out. we are. We're, we're that not, is we're not we, taking you into, into consideration the French fries. No, we aren't. Okay. They suck at In-N-Out. At, okay, there we go. That yeah. is, I was just, and Ren was like, like a, 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 a In-N-Out's kryptonite art French fries. Like they would be... Yeah. Across the board, number one. Five guys Wait. wins for
0: French fries. Yes. So he's in agreement that In-N-Out fries suck. Correct. Okay, good. Yes. I mean, that was a close one there. I know. Right. Whew. Yeah. yeah. What, are what are they doing? What are they doing? La- and they're good for 10 seconds. What's the best fry? Not of just the group you mentioned. Oh, the oh, best one? Total. Red Robin. <laughs> That's a good choice. How,
1: how fast? At, like- I do like Red and Robin. And my favorite
0: burger is Johnny
1: Rockets, but that wasn't on
0: the list. I would agree that Johnny Rocket and Red Robin are superior to In-N-Out even.
1: Whoa. Like fries or burgers too? Burgers. Whoa. I love a Red Robin is, burger. Yeah, I do too. We should really uh, – we we need a bigger list. Oh, yeah, we need to expand this list.
0: Yeah, we need to put this on social, spread the word. Oh my word. gosh. This is
1: a – yeah, this is a poll. This is a whole – we need to do one of those bracket things. It's – Like <laughs> yeah, March Tournament Madness of kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure this has been done. I'm sure. The best fries, though, I think McDonald's are up there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, I can't. I'm like mentally, like I can't, I can't get down. They are the best. Yeah, they're good. I. It's hard for me to even classify them as a food product.
0: I do think it's funny though that warm or hot. Um, McDonald's french fries are like the best thing you've ever ate but cold ones are the worst <sighs> thing you've ever ate. Correct. Like how can it be that yes. far apart yes. just by temperature?
1: Yeah because in and outs are terrible when they're cold but <laughs> yeah, they're not
0: they're, as good yeah, that's, honestly.
1: That's it's like not as big of a swing yes Yes, this is very important yeah we're doing
0: God's work I, today yes you
1: guys. absolutely but I tried the habit mm, mm-mm, what, for me. what
0: is this place you're calling like what it's, is this?
1: It's, Who's going there? I guess a lot of people. It's it's a good one. And then I like, you know, because I couldn't decide where to go. So I no joke Googled five guys versus the habit. Versus and wh- the habit. <laughs> I said that. I said that. Just it was kind of stuttering. And and it was people a lot of said people said the habit. And No. Yeah. And here's the difference is do you like it over an open grill, like char-broiled mm. hamburger? Oh, okay. Or do you like a uh Griddle hamburger. I guess I like griddle. I'm a griddle gal, too. <laughs> Unless it's, like, at home. <laughs>
0: griddle gal. Yeah.
1: It just always tastes like they've added fake um,
0: smoky Char. flavor.
1: Yes. Yes. And I can't get that. Because, like, when I learned that Burger King, Carl's Jr., McDonald's, and all those places did that, I couldn't get it out of my head that it was, like, synthetic smoke. Like, that smoke flavor, mm, 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 can't do it. Wow. So I need to know it's, like, the real deal. Unless it's, like, cooked at home. Then I'm like, yeah, give me the open flame. <laughs>
0: The open
1: flame. Yes. I um, must be hungry because this is a lot of talk about food. Okay. And we well, were ta- the whole point was this subject. meatless, I know, about going meatless, it's and terrible. I ended up talking it's-
0: about the ultimate list of hamburgers. What's wrong with me? Well, if you eat a lot of meat, I'm sure you, will, you could possibly end up at, at the doctor's. Maybe you have indigestion. My mom does.
1: She's highly allergic to red meat.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, then she will want her uh, healthcare professionals to be comfortable wearing their figs clothing. Yes. These uniforms are so nice for people in the medical field Oh my
1: dermatologist was wearing them. Oh Yes. And I like didn't want to get into it. Were they like a cute color? Yes.
0: I didn't want to get into it. Yeah. Yeah, they have really amazing
1: fit. Yeah, they fit
0: nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they fit nice and they're not itchy. They have antimicrobial properties, so who yeah, you knows. Want that, yeah. Right. For goodness sakes. Right. And these people seriously do the Lord's work. We're yes. just joking when we say we do it. And so they ought to be comfortable. They this figs make a great gift for all the people in your life that work in that field. And you can show how much you care at the end of the year with FIGS. This holiday season, FIGS is going to make that easy by providing you with 15% off your first purchase by using code BRAINCANDY. Get ready to love your scrubs. Head to wearfigs.com, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. I have some of them here. They're super soft and well-made. You'll love them. Um... Yeah, I <laughs> started by talking about yeah. leaning out of... Yeah. I know, but this is kind of the thing. It's hard. It's everywhere. Well, if you like... It, I'm meatless most days of the week. I really... I do that. Yeah. Yes. And then,
1: and then when I do eat meat, I'm like, give me a burger. You want a real good and juicy. Yeah. And I ended up with the habit last night because I spent too long trying to decide where I wanted a burger from. And Five Guys closed. Oh
0: my God! Made your decision for you. Yeah,
1: and I was uh, 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 going to use, uh, you know, one of those delivery, Postmates, and because uh, mm-hmm. I had a c- coupon code for it. It's real nice. Sarah.
0: And uh, they closed. Didn't work so out. I had to drive myself. This is tragic.
1: At ten thirty. That's what I get for eating at ten thirty.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. I know. Well, I know that it's Thanksgiving is over, but. There was a article about Taco Bell was encouraging people to order their tacos and then put them in a blender and use it as a bisque for Thanksgiving.
1: What a bisque? (laughs) I think that's taking a lot of liberty on the word bisque. Remember that uh, that Michelin restaurant that lost its star because he used the wrong kind of cheese in like a souffle or whatever? Yes,
0: I do remember. So- I don't know
1: if, you, if, if you're going to be a snobby food person, if you can call it a bisque if it doesn't have the properties. Like, what's the de- <laughs> properties. like what are the ingredients? Is it like one of those things it where just like- It said tacos. Well, I know the ingredients in that one, but like a proper bisque is <laughs> oh, what? Oh, right. You know?
0: Yeah. What's the definition of a bisque? Correct. As is if, it just a just cream, like, creamy?
1: Yeah. No.
0: That would be nasty.
1: And is it with the shell?
0: And also I believe hard so. Or soft. I believe it is with the shell. Maybe they're trying to go for like a Mexican tortilla situation. That wouldn't. That doesn't.
1: That doesn't work. It wouldn't work with the hard tacos. Really?
0: I think so. Whoa! You think they were encouraging just soft tacos? Well, how?
1: Imagine a, a hard taco in a blender. <laughs> we're gonna have to do this. Yeah, this is a good. You know what? We actually need an experiment episode. There are oh. a few things, like we were supposed to do a, de- a decaf regular coffee blind <sighs> taste test. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can just throw the Pepsi challenge in there for shits and giggles. <laughs> there are a few other things that we like. We needed to test. So yeah, that's I'm true. I'm going to make a, a list, and and the next time uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to...
0: Are we going to record while we do it, or are we going to do all the experiments and then just report? We'll our record finding.
1: while we do them. Uh-huh. I mean, that seems like uh-huh. the more fun thing to do. <laughs>
0: So we're gonna make Taco Bell bisque as well?
1: Yes. Oh we God. can like pre make it and then just enjoy it. Now as a bisque, I would imagine are you you're dipping it in dipping something into that, you're eating it by itself? I think it's up to you.
0: Oh well <laughs> You have freedom. Gosh. I don't know, but I know I'm not eating it. I definitely not. Yeah, we're not into that. Um, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that. I mean, it, sure, Thanksgiving's over, but you could do it any day, really. I mean, make every day a holiday with Taco Bell bisque. Oh my God, this is <laughs> not an ad. It's the opposite of an ad. God. Um. Okay. Now let's that's have a, weird. The, <laughs> let's have a debate about this. Yes. In Japan, mm-hmm. uh, that's where they sumo, right? Yeah, correct. Okay. I, all of a sudden, sumo. I was like, "Is it just Japan?" Yes. Well anyway, they there was um a situation where a politician was in the ring like giving a speech mm-hmm. and people were all there to watch and he had a medical emergency or I guess a stroke or brain problem. Okay, yeah. And so obviously any healthcare professionals wearing figs would yeah. you know run down and try to resuscitate and help this person and they wouldn't they made oh. they said no ladies, get the heck out of there. What? Like, they women made an announcement, help. like, get out of there, women. Yeah, women went down to help with CPR and stuff, and they were like, get out of the ring, you're not allowed. No women allowed in a sumo ring. Oh, get out of here. I'm serious. <sighs> Can you believe? No,
1: I can't. I can't. I. That's that's when you make an exception. Of course. When somebody's course. dying.
0: Can you believe that no. there would even be a debate? No,
1: but, uh, you know, of... If there's any place that's going to hold on to tradition, I feel
0: like... It's in the sumo ring. It's Japan. Yeah. They rate really poorly with gender equality amongst wow. uh, developed countries. It's really interesting.
1: And there... I don't know if it's still the case, but I hear that that is one of the only <laughs> countries that has a negative population growth. Yeah. And that also really high rates of depression for mm-hmm. males because they're like not connecting to females and or and vice versa and it's very maybe it's like a bunch of women who want more gender equality Yeah maybe it's equality. kind of
0: like growing pains
1: where kind they of. have tradition yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah. then the whole world is changing and Correct. so there's this tension between those two Interesting. things. Interesting. Yeah, but come on. No,
1: that's so ridiculous. I mean
0: But could do- you imagine no, ugh. and I'd like to, I don't know if the guy survived or not, but like if he did, I'd love uh, yes. to ask him. Yes, that's well, a really
1: good question. What his preference How would you was. feel? Oh my goodness. And I mean, talk about the golden
0: rule. I mean, would anybody say, no, no, please let me die instead no. of bringing in the female physician or no. nurse? No. Ridiculous. Right. And I
1: wonder if there are any like... Maybe not Japan, but say you're in the United States, and that similar thing were to happen, mm-hmm. and they pretty much like stopped you from receiving care. Is that a like not like punishable uh-huh. offense? Like,
0: is that? I think that would be a big problem here. I, I don't know so how too. it would work there, but I mean, I wonder what that falls in the category. Like, even just the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm. I correct. mean, these people have you know an obligation to f- assist wow i mean it's just inc- it to me that an event like this highlights the the ways that the rule to begin with is absurd even yes. if there is oh, no emergency cuz it shows how this is so okay. stupid yeah, yeah yeah yes and uh the sport is not just sort of male centric uh, the 50% of the audience is female oh my god so it's not as if like they're at the mason lodge yeah, or whatever and then
1: What's gonna happen? Let's go worst case scenario.
0: <laughs> Nothing's worse than Nothing. that guy dying. I'm right? Yeah.
1: So what? What? Mm-hmm. The, what? What is the perceived consequence? Well, I would be so curious. I would just want to ask them, and if they say, "Well, it's tradition," then I'm gonna push back that and say, is "The well, word why? that they used." Yeah, but like, what's and and if you were to do it, then what? Nothing. That's like not. a, am not happy with well, that. Well, anytime tradition. It's, better, it's itchy when it's wet.
0: Well, I'm sure. Do you want to really change? Gross.
1: Well, you can put good.
0: on some merch.
1: Yeah, I might after in a little bit.
0: You don't want me to pause it?
1: Kind of. Yeah. I okay. Do. Thanks.
0: <laughs> She's better now. Ah, that that's is the worst feeling. Yes. Oh my gosh,
1: my arms were itchy. Oh my
0: it could have been affecting your performance.
1: It probably was. I was, I was thinking about it.
0: <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. The ho- I get. I see what you're saying about like worst case scenario. Yeah. Just give me. But the idea that tradition would over be more important right. to you than whether someone yeah. lives or dies, you might want to yeah. look in the mirror. Right. right? And what are they? Uh,
1: uh, so like faulty thinking and you know those kind of like irrational thoughts. Yeah. I mean, that's something I do with clients all the time is challenge them on, what's the worst case? Like, okay, so this will happen. Then, like fill in the blank. Like, okay, then, then what? And most of the time they're like, uh, uh, uh." and it's really hard to, a lot of times when, like, we think it's going to be so bad. We have this idea of like, I don't know, these, these like fixed rules or expectations or guidelines or whatever it is like I can't speak up or I can't who knows there's there's like a million different ones and when you actually push somebody as to like why they hold that belief and like what the consequence would be most people realize that that the consequences it's like crazy and that you'd ever think that
0: mm-hmm.
1: there would be like the perceived consequences are, are not realistic
0: it'd be great if you could go to Japan and sort this out though well because try my best you know it might be a little bit of a language barrier get a translator it, it's one thing if one person has this faulty belief but when a whole culture yeah. is participating in something that we think is so dumb right. and so obviously mm-hmm. wrong mm-hmm. it makes you question right reality you're like what how could all these people be in agreement about this situation that's how deep like uh,
1: um what's the word i'm looking for um Like constructs, like social constructs, and like these these things, perceived constructs. Like we don't Uh even know because that's just like how it is. Yeah, yeah. That's why we have to push back on all that shit.
0: Well, one thing I do not want to push back on is ordering some stuff from Legacy Box, especially for the holidays. I bet you have tons of people that are on your list, and you're like, "What should I get?" Yeah, all your like grandma, aunts, parents, parents, anybody. All of them have like pictures, videos. All that stuff that needs to be digitized. Yes. I used Legacy Box to digitize a bunch of my old um, road rolls footage, which were on VHS, and um, lots of stuff from my childhood, like the hard copy of pictures. I got those digitized. It was super easy. And this Black Friday and Cyber Monday, forget about doorbusters and head to LegacyBox.com for their best deal of the year. Your life's biggest moments call for some big savings. Get 60% off Black Friday and Cyber Monday orders while everyone else is going crazy trying to get the best deals this Black Friday and Cyber Monday. You can relax knowing you saved big on saving your memories. After all, technology can be replaced with the next best thing, but a lifetime of -of one-of-a-kind memories... That's irreplaceable. Order your Legacy Box today to take advantage of Legacy Box's Black Friday Cyber Monday sale. For a limited time, take an unprecedented 60% off. Go to LegacyBox.com slash brain to get 60% off your first order. Save your time and memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash brain and save 60%. It's
1: nice.
0: Yes, that is nice. I mean, I
1: did it, so you should too.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, okay, what do you think? We've talked about Marie Kondo on here a lot, mm-hmm. and her hit book, uh, no, no, no. "The Life Changing Magic." No, is that right? Yes, the life. Changing Why are magic you magic laughing? Because I,
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's like silly, but I was introducing that concept to Ren, and he has now taken it and run and like. Was he rid not of, familiar? No, and then he couldn't remember what it was called, and he said, "You know, like." what do you call it? Like gives you the tingles. And I was like, no, <laughs> sparks joy, but that's already yes. trademarked. So maybe we just go with gives you the tingles. It's like, that. so it made me laugh. But
0: what does do he you, think about it? He loves it. It's like, he's in, it was in a time, uh, what a capsule. Like, right. how does he not know about he's this? Like, I
1: think he had maybe like heard of it, but like,
0: huh. he like, didn't yeah, know the
1: the real, yeah. and I was like, yeah, you hold it and see if it sparks joy. And he was like, I've gotten rid of so much stuff. It's like the best okay. downsizing. his He great. loves it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love it too. I love I her too. whole philosophy, and I thought the book was good. And I kind of laughed to myself about the book because I don't know how it became a bestseller. Because you would think that like there'd be just one copy, and then people would just keep passing it along right? because we're oh, all getting rid of everything. Correct. So like, like how did I'm this like- end up being <gasps> on the bestsellers list? We don't know. But the <laughs> the we, irony, the irony. The thing is now though. What. Uh-oh. The natural progression of these things. She now has a store on her website. Right, where you could buy the stuff to Marie Kondo your life. You would think. Huh? But it's like tchotchkes. No. Yes. No, I don't believe it. Like um, decorative items. No, 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 no. I need to see Honestly, this. Honestly. I
1: can't even believe my own ears. Yeah.
0: And it's like, you know, Goop, the Gwyneth Paltrow one? Yes. It's like that where a lot of them are like frivolous and really expensive. What? And
1: It's a jade egg for your vagina. <laughs>
0: right. It, and some of them are like um, crystals. I'm for that. I'm for Yeah, but that's
1: Chachki stuff. I can't believe she's doing this. This can't be- Isn't that the, seemingly
0: uh, incongruent?
1: Yes. This, there's, There's got to be more to the story. I don't think there is Sarah. Like she's the one who's like
0: green lighting this or she's sold her name to- It's on her website. <laughs> And she claims that she picked up each item and they all sparked joy, which is great. For her? Yes. That's... Now we're supposed to trust her uh, judgment. Listen here, Kondo.
1: <laughs> I got some questions for you. God.
0: This is not sparking
1: joy in me, this conversation.
0: Yeah, because we don't like hypocrites. Yeah, and that's... And that's what we have cooking here.
1: That's a problem for me. Mm-hmm. That, you know what? This is like anything. When it's almost like there's a cult-like following... It becomes, uh, I think with anything, you got to stay true, stay like the, the, the true message. Like, I don't know. Things get The like, essence. The essence. Thank you. That was like what I'm looking for. What's the essence of this, you know, too extreme. I don't know. Who knows? I had
0: read profiles of her when the show came out on Netflix yeah. and they were saying how she was sort of, um, ambivalent about the whole movement, even though she wanted people to clean out their lives yeah. and she believes in the worldview, she kind of felt icky about like how it was being commercialized. Oh. Apparently she got over that.
1: Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and also I remember when I was, a uh, uh, you know, Marie Kondo methoding my whole life, Yeah. Um, I went to look for those little boxes like, and she sold them mm-hmm. and they were very expensive. And then I remember how you told me that what, her book said yeah. was that shoe boxes yes are the best. Right. Okay, well, I've been using those. Me
0: too. and I, That was one of the things I really liked about her book was it wasn't about, here's right. all this stuff you should buy instead of all the crap. <sighs> it was just like repurposing. I love that. I love anytime yeah. someone gives me an idea for how to use something again, yeah. again with the earth thing. Do you remember the
1: movie Heavyweights from way back when? It's a movie about a fat camp. And Ben Stiller's in it, and he wow. pa- and he plays the crazy. Um, like there are two camps. There's like one across the street that's like all the cool kid, like classic camp movie, okay. you know, setup. And but they're all heavy folks. Yeah, and then there's one I can't remember the name of the camp. It's got a funny name, but um, and you know they're like competing against this like rival camp or whatever. But the Uh, Ben Stiller's character is this fitness guru who's like totally insane and crazy and takes everything to an extreme and you find out that he's like a former overweight person himself who like had to go nuts and and any point and then like, you know, in a, a moment he like breaks and he, you know, probably like eats a bunch of unhealthy food or whatever could this be that secretly Marie Kondo is a hoarder <laughs> and, and she's a hoarder. been fighting off. She, it's like she had to go to the extremes <laughs> because she knows that deep down inside, this is her like default. Like this is the, this is her shame. Yeah. And now that, that she's like at this point where like there's the stress of success is getting her. And just like the guy, oh just, just like Ben Stiller and heavyweight, she, he, he cracked and he's eaten a large pizza and she's like,
0: tchotchkes for everyone. It's possible, and I mean, that's as good of an explanation. Because I got as no other. I one. don't either. Because it, I it don't doesn't understand. Seem, yeah, there's a dissonance between my understanding of who Marie Kondo is. Even with
1: making a bunch of money, mm-hmm. it seems like the videos I've watched of hers on her Instagram, she's all about living this humble life. I
0: know, and very like modest. Just have, like,
1: have like a few items and things. Yeah, and she's just like, give me that. She paper. really
0: wants you to get like. Some great bookends and a vase that's for weird a hundred dollars, yeah, I don't know. we're disappointed in you, Marie. We're not mad, we're just disappointed. Yeah. I
1: mean, I'm still
0: gonna file fold on my shirt, <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to take the good and disregard the bad,
1: yeah, ignore, yeah, Ooh.
0: that's what we have to do with everything pretty really. much, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, but i'm I was disappointed because I really like her. Maybe we will find out there's more to the story, but I'm pretty sure there's not. We'll just have to create our own version
1: that's just called, does it give you the tingles?
0: And then, <laughs> and there there are no tchotchkes. I guess it is always going to be a difficult balance, though, between capitalism Correct. and self-help. I, yeah. Ultimately. Totally. Because... No matter what, people are trying to get your money, whether it's the self-help folks or just the plain old consumerism stuff.
1: And even in the book, like I think about all like the, you know, the self-help kind of books that are all like, you know, you have all the answers within you, but buy this book so that you... We could tell you that, I, which I get. I mean, it's very important.
0: I got a great book in the mail the other day. It's an advanced copy, but it'll be out, I think, next year. And it's called How to Be Fine. And it's these two gals that have a podcast, and they do a different self-help book every two weeks. Oh, cool. And they do everything the book says. Oh, How to Be like Fine, not like How to Be Fine.
1: Okay, got it. <laughs> exactly. I, I didn't know which one. How to you're... Be
0: fi- I'm Fine. I'm fine. Got it, got it, fine. And they go through all the books in their book, and say like what worked, what didn't, what they liked, what they didn't, and I—that was the theme that kept coming up for me. It was how you have to be very discerning as yeah. a consumer about the information you're reading or messages for you're getting, because sure. everyone is trying to make money. Yeah, some are doing it in a way that's noble, and some are not. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of up to you to <gasps> decide oh who's God.
1: who. Yeah, what?
0: What were you gonna say? Well, I just. I,
1: I watched this, like, short documentary. It was, like, 30 minutes long on Vice News that was all about uh, LuLaRue. Yes. Holy crap.
0: It upset you. Whoa!
1: yeah. That company. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them.
0: Oh, my gosh, Sarah. Yeah. The brainiacs are going
1: to revolt. I'm. Well, they should do some research into the uh-uh. company and what they do and what is going on and the kind of... I mean... They had to change they violated f- FCC's or whatever law f- About no, federal the pyramid trade things. Yes. Yeah. That can get ugly. I mean, and then when they I saw... They do have some really nice leggings, I will of say. What the that oh my god, it's just insane. Watch this documentary and then
0: oh my god, please send your mail to Sarah, not yeah. me. Yeah. Please.
1: I mean, I'm gonna stand by that.
0: They are nice leggings though.
1: That well, good.
0: Be that as it may. Sarah is may. mad. Yeah. Um, I should say also another great gift for the holidays is a subscription to The New Yorker for you or a loved one. Yes, You guys know we love them. Like all the articles that we talk about on this show, I feel like they all come from The New Yorker. It's the best writing in America today. And I kind of feel like given the ways that journalists are under fire right now, I am all about supporting the good ones and the people that work really hard to bring you wonderful articles about everything from pop culture and arts. Um, it's not just all high society stuff. It's like politics, of course, but also humor and cartoons. So there's something for everybody. I love Emily Nossbaum. She's a television, television critic. She's writes amazing pieces and they have the best deal ever. 12 weeks for just six bucks So, and you get the tote. So, you get 12 weeks of the New Yorker for six bucks plus the exclusive tote. Go to slash brain candy, um, and listeners save 50% when they enter brain candy as well. This would make a great gift. It's just the perfect time of year to do it. So newyorker.com slash brain candy.
1: Yeah, like that's like a perfect little stocking stuffer because like you take the tote and then you roll it up and then you stick it in the stocking. That's And then a like great it idea. takes up a good amount of space, but then it's also like a gift that's like, a You're good so one? good
0: at that. What stuff. stockings? Like you or can what? already like you envision things like that. Like you think about putting the thing in the oh stocking. Oh yeah, I love. I mean, you, you do know love how stockings. I go, well, and
1: and wrapping Christmas presents and she making really it look does. Free. I do.
0: <laughs> She's very passionate. I sure am. Um, okay, next up.
1: But the stocking is the best part of Christmas, if you ask me.
0: You know what, Sarah Lincoln said. <gasps> The other day, something to that effect. Okay, I and it. I love that. Yeah, he wants a lot of a little. He goes, "I love all those little things that are just like random, and you have so much yes, fun with them." Same, yes. good. I love this. It's essentially
1: a bunch of Trotsky's. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And it's like you know, you can still get excited, yes. or you can open it first, and it's That's like why an appetite. Size
1: candy. <laughs> That's why he, <laughs> I know. Huh. I do love the, the stocking, stocking too, though.
0: For the record,
1: yeah. Um. Buffet, he'd probably be for that too.
0: Whenever I
1: was, um, he does love a buffet. See, I I know I'm onto something here. I think
0: that's why I had to like throw it in. I was like creating a a list.
1: Same here. And it's having a lot of a
0: little... Oh, God. Lincoln is like, you too? <laughs> I am so outnumbered. Yeah, that's true. Criminy. What if like that was my influence on him? Buffets and <laughs> that's stockings. That's not a bad thing. Not the worst. I like those me. things. I When I was just doing the New Yorker thing, I was thinking about how they have pop culture. And I had read this article in Man Repeller about how... Pop culture is so important to know about, and I loved reading it because I love pop culture. I, of course, love more lofty things as well, right? But like, I just love a palate cleanser and like fun information and shows and music and stuff. And it also gives a snapshot of where, of like, where we are in this. Yeah, but everyone kind of shits on it because it's not. It's like low brow, brow. and it was talking about how that's a sexist point of view. Uh And that pretty much anything that men are into, we elevate, including even sports, Correct, ESPN and all that. It's like... The way they talk about it, you would think they were curing cancer on there. (laughs) I mean, it's just true. They get so serious. a million
1: different analysts. Like, that is a
0: whole thing.
1: Could you imagine if we had... I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're in a room, let's say you're
0: in a room with mostly women, and you guys talk about the Kardashians, for example. Right. You will inevitably get some man being like, What's a Kardashian? Oh, for or like sure. A hundred percent. I don't even know who Billie Eilish Correct. is or whatever it is. Yes, 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 yes. And it is said in a way that means you're into stupid Correct. stuff and I'm above that. Correct. And I really, yes, I could totally relate to this idea yep. and I do not like it.
1: Yes, because it would not hold the same impact if you walked in as a woman to a bunch of guys having a conversation and were like, what? I don't even know who. Yeah, Tom what's an NFL? Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. Right, they would just look at us like we're idiots. True. Like you don't know this thing. That's so maybe we just had to flip the script and be like, "Oh, so you've been living under a goddamn oh, rock? You mustn't read much, right?" Like that. Mm.
0: Well, and it was describing too
1: much time watching sports. I thought this was a great. Um... But I do love a Sunday football.
0: Yeah, you, you're you a nice overlap. Like yeah. You're a good bridge Balance. between the genders. Yes. You are. I, thank you, Suze. But they gave a great example of how when the Beatles first came out, obviously women were losing their minds, screaming like crazy. Yeah. Ever, ever, all the men were like, what? They're just- Oh
1: my gosh, because they were like heartthrobs. Yeah. Teeny
0: heartthrobs. They're a boy Got band. It. They're a boy band. <gasps> right? And then over time, uh-huh. more and more men realized what- amazing musicians they are and now it's like they're the best well and you know
1: what they have to pitch it they it can't be looked at as like a boy band who had a bunch of screaming girls in the audience it's now analyzed they have to elevate it yes yes and it's like let's look at the greatest records of all time and blah 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 blah. and man that is interesting it really was and they kind of gloss over the
0: Like as soon as they have an interest, they're like, okay, now we got to reframe this so it doesn't seem too girly. And so then it became like they're prodigies. They're amazing. They're geniuses. Yes. Oh, now that you're into it, they're geniuses. Got it. Correct. But it's like that about everything. Yeah. I even think
1: about like, it's like people, you know what? You think it has something to do with like men not wanting to like... I don't know, almost, almost like having a problem talking about men in that way. For sure, it's got to be like that because I even think about like Justin Timberlake, uh huh, from In Sync. From In Sync, I'm <laughs>
0: familiar. You know, yeah.
1: And now, then he like has a solo career, and it's kind of like,
0: well, like once he got funny on SNL, I thought that I think that they uh-huh. were more uh, like okay with liking him. Yeah, it's like, do men like not want to like a heartthrob? No, I don't think so, especially when they're white, I think. And then
1: sometimes they go the other direction where like, oh, yeah, I got a total man crush on him.
0: Yeah, now it's like that. They have to say something like that to make it What did you say about them being white? I think that whenever the heartthrob is white, like whenever it's a white boy band, I think there's especially like this... Well, you know, it's uh-huh. gay to like them, but when there's distance, right. like if
1: it I, were- well, I think it's the, it's the seeing themselves in, yeah. in that and, be, yeah. and feeling like, no, I got to, oh God. That's, yeah. That it's so layered, yes. but that's
0: why I love articles like that because they're it's so layered, yes. pulling from gender studies and uh, important scholarly ideas, but they're being like, Hey, it's okay to like the current, you can watch reality yes. TV and it's fine. I like that and it can be important and teach us, as you said about culture and yeah b absolutely
1: in fact, I just started following a new account that 's all about like um, uh, like success and being an entrepreneur and all this kind of stuff it 's like really positive and really motivational and i 'm really loving it, but they had um, this little like screen or, or you know slide, one of those carousel things, photos of um, like, the youngest people to become billionaires and the age that they became billionaires. There are only two women on the list, J.K. Rowling and... Kylie. Kylie.
0: Jenner. Jenner, Mm -hmm.
1: who is also the youngest. At 21, she was a billionaire. And, I mean, it just kind of made me think about how even I, like, kind of looked at her and maybe the things I thought about her. I'm like, girl's a freaking billionaire. Mm -hmm. Joke's on us. Yeah. Like... She's fine, and she it does. And and you can't just get like you can't become a billionaire by being a total moron who's who's just like, – you know no like dance monkey and dance that, thing. She's I involved. Think, she's like,
0: she's freaking, I think that get, it really get, get it, messes with people people's heads though when you're both like Co- correct. They yeah. want
1: to make a reason for it. They want to. You know, say a I million mean, things. It's her team. It's her mom. It's her da da da. Uh. Uh-uh. I mean, well, maybe that helps, but
0: on a much much smaller scale, I feel like this when I go into meetings. That mm-hmm. when when you're a doctor, you're supposed to be a certain thing, and totally. when you don't fit into that, and when you have fake tits and yeah. bleached hair, yeah. they cannot process it, mm-hmm. and so they. It's almost like they have to decide. You aren't actually, I told you right. when I go into meetings, they're like, right. do people call you doctor? I hate
1: that. And don't you say women are worse at that? Like sometimes.
0: Well, they definitely say it more. Yeah. And, they're more
1: outspoken about but it. But I
0: think it's what you just said about seeing yourself. <gasps> and, and oh my gosh. We are getting, we, this. <laughs> We're having breakthroughs, you guys. oh no! This is a good episode. <laughs> and so it really. Damn. I that's get some, it. And something. I'm sympathetic because that's a human foible. Like we all have that problem where like someone doesn't match our expectations. Yeah. And then our brain has to do some heavy labor. Oh
1: my gosh. Well, because expectations are the the they give birth to disappointment. disappointment. Yeah.
0: It's, and so then it gets yeah. all muddy. But I mean what is not disappointing is every time I've ever used stamps.com. Never, Never. disappointing.
1: Uh, however, you will be disappointed. If you do not use it like yeah. I did the other day oh, no. and had to go in because I like didn't want to bug you and like I we decided to share the same login information. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember oh, what no. adds it was a mistake.
0: Yeah, you should have just already crazy there. Because stamps.com is so convenient. It's great because you can print out the postage right from your desk, put it on the thing, and then put it right out to get picked up by your mail carrier. There is literally nothing more to it. And they they have uh, discounts as well. You get $0.05 off every first class stamp, up to 40% off priority mail. That's
1: the one that I was kicking myself about.
0: Was it real expensive what you did? No, I mean... It was more. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if it's... It's 40% That's more. That's true. She likes a deal. Yeah. And everybody does. We love saving time and money. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for stamps.com instead. Please, there's no risk. With our promo code brain candy, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in brain candy. That's stamps.com. Enter brain candy, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. We have a uh, guest today.
1: Oh, I love
0: guests! This gal um, was introduced to me by a friend. Her name is Jess Su Chan, and she uh, she has a blog and a company called Body Bliss by Jess. She's cool because she is a former yo-yo dieter, which I uh-huh. think a lot of people can yeah. relate to, and she got sick of it. And so she wanted to do a more holistic approach and then everyone started wanting advice. Yeah. You know how that goes. Topes. And so she's like, okay, well, like, I'll just make a system. So she has the consulting and oh, cool. all, uh, great cleanses and systems for you to do whatever it is that your body needs. And she's so motivational and inspiring. You <sighs> and know?
1: I think that's so good to keep people accountable because sometimes it's like, doesn't matter what information is out there. I can learn it. But if yeah. I don't have somebody who helps me, like as a coach, yeah. be accountable, Keep on track, it, I'll do it for them more than I'll do it for me. Sometimes with best,
0: those but... folks, I am not into it because it feels like uh, predatory. Uh huh. This oh, wasn't like that at yeah, all. Yeah. This felt like she was in the business of lifting people up. It wasn't about the number on the scale. Yeah. It was just like helping people live their best life, like Oprah. And uh, I just like what she's doing. She's super nice. So check out her website, um, Body Bliss by Jess, and enjoy her on the show. Welcome, Jess. Jess, thank you for coming on Brain Candy. So excited to chat with you. Um, I have heard so much about you. I don't know where to begin. You have quite a story. Why don't you tell me about sort of your history? Because I read that you're, you were a yo-yo dieter way back in the day.
2: Is that right? Yes. So first of all, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. Mm. And yeah, I've been looking forward to it all day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yes, so my history, I always, I always say that it's tough for me to sort of like condense my history into like a few (laughs) minutes because it's so much, but, um, yeah, essentially I started yo-yo dieting right after high school, um, those sort of like impressionable years between high school and college. Mm-hmm. And it was because I had always been really active. I grew up, I was raised by a health educator mom. Um, she's actually now my business partner. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it's so cool. It kind of come full circle. But, you know, as you do, you kind of rebel against your parents. And even though we always made like healthy dinners every evening and ate together as a family and we would juice together on the weekends and we didn't we didn't even watch tv we would just we could watch movies and we were just really creative as a family very like holistic lifestyle um but as I got into high school I joined some sports teams and was really active and I learned about fast food and going off campus with my friends and because I was so active playing sports I never really had to think about like eating that third chalupa or like cooking mac and cheese with my friend after school or like sneaking in Subway before I'd go home for dinner because I was working out so hard, especially on the swim team. And so when I stopped all the sports Mm. at the end of high school, that was when all of a sudden it was like, okay. (laughs) Right. Because you had
0: created these behaviors, but then now you're not accompanying it with the movement, right? Right.
2: Yes, exactly. And so much of it I was kind of hiding from my parents. Mm-hmm. And so I would still eat the meals at home, but then I would just go, you know, I would go to Starbucks for the whatever vente frappuccinos <laughs> with caramel, and and yeah, I put on about forty pounds really rapidly, like within a couple of months. Oh wow. And and, you know, it was my mom who brought it to my attention just in a very like gentle way, like She was concerned about me and, and I just took it as like, she figured it out. People noticed, you know, I thought I was hiding it. I thought wearing extra layers of clothing and stuff and putting on more makeup and putting bronzer on my boobs would distract away from the weight I had put on. And, and when it was kind of called out, it was like, okay, I need to figure out a way to get this off and quick because people are starting to notice I'm about to go into college. I want to look good. I want to meet guys. And so I found some diet pills um, that a friend had given me and I took those and I tried not to eat while I took the diet pills. And I just, um, you know, I started experimenting with all kinds of restricted Mm. ways of eating. So I did everything from like Atkins to the Master Juice Cleanse to, um, macro tracking, calorie tracking. And once I figured out that I could sort of control my weight with restriction, Mm. I used that to be able to binge drink on the weekends with my friends in college Mm. and do like late night Taco Bell. But then come Monday, it was all about restriction and over exercising. Right. And I don't know if you can relate to that, but It was a cycle that went on all the way until even after college. Oh, and this is so
0: common too. Your story is like so many, especially women. um, And I think that's so relatable because that's what we're all doing.
2: Yeah. And I mean, it's just really frustrating because when you get in that cycle, you don't know how to get out of it because you're so fearful that if you break free from it, you'll all of a sudden put back all the weight. Yeah. And and you're just terrified. And it's kind of like that safety net which is so uncomfortably safe. Um, but it's torturous. And and I've always kind of been a private person when I'm going through hardships or internal battles or breakups or whatever it is, I always feel like, or at least in the past, that I could get through it on my own. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of what I did with all these diets. I didn't really share, you know, that I was going on another diet with people. I would just kind of do it. And then when I was out with people, they wouldn't think about it because that would be my cheat day. They mm-hmm. wouldn't notice, you know? So it really took all the way through. It was for 12 years wow. um, that I Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't really until, and just, I mean, there's so much more that happened, but to skip forward, um, I eventually met my now husband and we moved to Los Angeles from Portland, Oregon. We also taught English in South Korea for a year. We had all these different adventures and then moved to LA and I got this super, I, you know, I got this super stressful career um, in PR and marketing at this entertainment firm. And prior to that, I had worked in event production and I just had no work-life balance. And I was just high octane always stressed, wouldn't take lunch breaks. Crazy didn't hours. Know that crazy hours around the clock um, and developed really severe migraines as a result. And so when I wasn't able to get relief through doctors, because I kept being put on prescription medications that would take away the headache, but then as soon as the medication wore off, it would come back with a vengeance. And... I decided, okay, none of these medications are working. I'm sick all the time. I have to leave work and be in a, lay in a dark room for days at a time. I need to go back to my roots. I need to go back to what my mom taught me with holistic practices, with using food as medicine, self-care, all the things that I grew up with, and mm. I need to channel that. And, and that's what I did, and I overcame my migraines. And as a result, I also broke free from the restrictive dieting and had this epiphany that I wanted to help other women to do the same. And so I took a leap of faith and started my own practice as a health coach, went back to school, did a bunch of side hustles to make it happen. And here I am. That's I know amazing. That was long-
0: no, <laughs> I think that's so cool that, you know, you had something that you were struggling with and then once you sort of figured out how to overcome it, then you wanted to help other people do the same. And given that this is such a common problem, I'm sure you've started to see commonalities amongst people of why maybe they get into this cycle and then how to get out. What are some Uh of the things that help women get out of that cycle? Or not, not just women, but it is mostly...
2: Yeah, I mean, it definitely affects men as well, but primarily women. Um, I would say, especially with the pressures of, you know, social media and just cultural norms and all that stuff that, that are changing, but there is still a lot of pressure on women to look a certain way. Yeah. And I know that for me personally, it was kind of heightened when I moved to LA because Mm -hmm. there is, you know, so many, everybody cares about, looking and being fit because it's so sunny and we have Hollywood here. And, and I think that that, you know, also skewed the perception of my own body Mm -hmm. and hard. And so, but it exists everywhere. And so I think, and and I personally work solely with women and this is something that almost all of my clients come to me, you know, maybe initially they think, Oh, I want to lose weight or, um, you know, I want to get back to my goals, which, of course, like, I can help people to lose weight and get healthy and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, when I start asking more questions, it comes down to the fact that they're pretty overwhelmed by all of the conflicting advice out there. Yeah. Um might be paleo one week, vegan the next, keto the next. And a lot of these women are just cycling through all of these different diets and feel like as soon as Monday comes around, they're going to be on some other restrictive diet. And they're mm-hmm. just living in the and mode of a cheat day. Or like just waiting for the weekend, um, and I just really want help breaking free. So, for me, some of the the best practices that I use are channeling um, mindfulness and an intuitive eating, mm-hmm. and also understanding why it is that you're eating the foods that you are. Because I feel like a especially with social media if you follow food bloggers or even you know health experts or just people that you admire um, it can be hard to know what works for you because maybe hmm. one day you see like an amazing smoothie bowl and you're like that looks so incredible they're saying how great they feel like I should do that mm-hmm. and start doing that every day and then maybe you see that zucchini noodles are like a great swap for pasta and that you shouldn't eat carbs because they're bad. And so you start doing zucchini noodles every night. And, and then you hear that you should take the supplements. So you're taking that and, and then you're not really necessarily feeling the way that you want to or seeing the results that you want. Or maybe you're just feeling kind of stuck in this cycle or this rut of just going after what's the latest and greatest thing is and not really, um, tuning in to what feels good for you. Mm-hmm. And so I always say that it's about looking at all the shoulds that are on your plate. Like, what are you saying you should do right now? Mm. You know, I should go to the kit training class because everybody that I see online that goes to this one specific kit training class has abs and I want abs mm-hmm. or I should eat that smoothie bowl because there's so many nutritionists out there doing it. And I hear that it's great for blood sugar balance and I can lose weight. Um, Or I should go to the social event because it's going to be great for my career. Whatever it is, it's like looking at those shoulds and then asking yourself, why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. Are you doing it because you really feel that you should? And if you don't, you feel guilty or are you doing it because it actually feels really good in your body? Mm -hmm. And and kind of writing a should list of like all the shoulds that are going through your brain at any given moment. And then taking a step back and asking yourself, you know, what really feels good to me? Like what do I really enjoy eating for breakfast?
0: Yeah.
2: Like when I was a child, like what was my favorite breakfast? Um, you know, was it cereal? And maybe you stopped eating cereal because of all carbs. And so, it's like, well, okay, if your goal is maybe you do want to lose weight and that's okay. I mean, that's completely fine, but you can still have cereal. Think yeah. about maybe what you can add to it that's going to make you more satisfied or full or give you what you want, which is maybe the energy to last you through the day or through your workout and go back to that place of what you really enjoyed and then figure out how to recreate it in a way that you'll love and, and start to, you know, Keep a journal of the foods that you're eating and how they make you feel, and then become a compassionate detective into your own body, and and ask yourself, you know, what is it that really is working for me right now, and what's not. And I think it's just really about tuning into your body, knowing that you are the best science experiment that exists, mm. I'm so much better better than all the studies that are out there because at the end of the day, if you listen, your body will send you messages, and and if you
0: Continue to listen, um, you will see results that is so uh, such good advice, and I love that idea about the shoulds because that is the refrain in our mind all the time is I ought to do this, I should do this, but we don't really dig deeper and ask, well, why and what mm-hmm. what is the motivation of that should and isn't it funny've I've been hearing so much about this idea of intuitive eating and how um, effective it is for people. Isn't it crazy Mm -hmm. that we have to actually train ourselves to just sort of listen to our body?
2: I know. I know. It's actually really crazy when you think about it. And it's because of all of the little voices in our head. And it's like we can't even drown them out anymore because they're so loud. And I always say that for so many years of my life, I would just ignore the voices in my head. Or I would listen to the voices in my head, ignore my own voice. Mm -hmm. And. Sometimes the messages my body was sending me, it'd be like someone like blowing a horn in my ear and I'd be like, I don't care. You know, it's like, or someone screaming at me to listen. I'm like, just shut up. I don't
0: care. And <laughs> well, and the wrong <laughs> messages are often reinforced by things like social media and commercials and someone who wants to sell you something. And so it is hard to tell, oh, I'm just hungry right now. And it's fine. Cause that's normal versus I shouldn't eat and I've had too much, whatever it is it's hard to know what the right voice is to listen. So it it sounds like you're good at teaching people how to know which voice is the correct one.
2: Yeah. And it takes time, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. And, and so that's why I have a lot of my clients keep a food and mood journal and Mm -hmm. just write down what it is that they eat and how it made them feel. And not just, you know, if they felt like it was good for their goals, but Did they enjoy it? Did they like the taste, the texture, the flavor? Did they feel satisfied or were they craving sugar right afterwards? You know, how are their energy levels? And I don't like them to write down specific amounts. Like I don't want it to be like a smoothie bowl, one tablespoon of nut butter, (laughs) 0.5 spoons. I just want it to be, you know, nut butter toast with bananas or whatever. And then this is how I felt because I also want to help Women to get away with the obsession that we have with numbers, mm. because we're so obsessed with counting our calories, with tracking our macros, the number that shows up on the scale when we step on it, um, the number of our pants sizes, our shirt sizes. You know, it's, we're so obsessed with numbers, and at the end of the day, they tell us very, very little, mm. and and have the ability to make or break our entire day, our week, our month. You know, it's like you can step on a scale and be feeling on top of the world, be feeling like you look great, you love your life, your relationships, you're excited for what's to come. You step on the scale and you're five pounds more than what you thought. And all of a sudden what happens? Like Mm. your entire mindset changes and you look at yourself in the mirror and all of a sudden you don't like what you see as much. Yeah. You go in setting or maybe you're planning to go out to dinner at night and you're then judging everything you're eating and you're restricting yourself you're not really living in the moment as much as you would if you wouldn't have stepped on the scale and so it's really just it it really can be such a torture device I mean it's it's fine you know to step on the scale once in a while but I think to have it be like an everyday or even every week thing it just can really derail um,
0: Mm -hmm. your
2: goals your mindset, your confidence and 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 everything, really.
0: Yeah. I I just don't. <laughs> How do you what do you what is your advice for something that I struggle with and I think a lot of people do, which is the negative self-talk, the things that we're willing to say to ourselves are often so much worse than we would ever even say to our enemies.
2: What is your advice yeah,
0: for people who struggle with that? Yeah, I mean, we're
2: always our own worst it and it's so true exactly what you said I think to flip that and say the opposite it's that we need to learn to speak to ourselves the way that we would a child or our best friend mm-hmm. and we would never say the things that we say to ourselves to our best friend mm-hmm. if we would we need to reevaluate ourselves as a friend
0: yeah
2: um, because we would never we would never say you know you're a fat slob or like, you're not good enough yeah, or you're you'll are Places, way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a loser. Um, you're not successful enough. You're, you'll never be able to, you know, own your own business or succeed as an entrepreneur. It's like these things that we tell ourselves. And, and I always say, I think that those voices that are so negative, um, the things that we tell ourselves, that honestly is just a powerful script. In mm-hmm. our heads. It's like this script that we've been telling ourselves over and over again for years and years and mm-hmm. years. Like if you write a script for a movie or, I don't know, a speech or something, mm-hmm. you know, the more you say it, you know, the, the easier it becomes to just say it without, without even having to think about it. And the more times you say it, the more you believe it to be true. Right. And so, you know, it's almost like a compulsive liar. They start to believe hmm. their lies because they say the same thing over and over again and then they don't know the difference between fact and fiction. Mm. And so we start to believe essentially the lies that we tell ourselves. And we we need to be able to acknowledge that negative frame of mind and those those negative thought patterns and those limiting beliefs and and bring them to reality because once we do that, they can be changed. Mm. Until we really acknowledge it, it's we're kind of shoving it down, and it's like subconsciously we're able to sort of, you know, push it down, push it down, push it down. But if we bring it up, and it's like, hold on, <laughs> it's like, what am I actually saying to myself? Oh, I'm calling myself ugly, fat slob, unsuccessful, all of these different things. Is that true? Mm-hmm. And do I do I want to be that person? No. So how can I? bring it to awareness and then decide to change it. Yeah. And, and that's what we really have to do because the only thing that we really have control over is our thoughts and our thoughts do become our reality.
0: And it's so powerful too. And it is just a habit you get into. So you do have Mm -hmm. to become aware and then try to reverse it because it's,
2: it's perpetuating. It's so frustrating. Um, Yeah. And it's easy to keep repeating the same negative thought patterns and it's Harder to change them, so that's why it's practice, and that's why the power of positive affirmations is really important. And I think sometimes it gets a bad rap because it's like, oh, I'm just going to say something positive about myself, and all of a sudden I'll change what I think. Mm And you know, no, that's probably not going to happen because you may likely give up on it too soon, too quickly. It's just like how the negative thoughts, we say them for so long that they become ingrained. We have to put the same amount of effort to the positive. So if you don't think that the positive affirmations have worked, it's because they probably just haven't worked yet.
0: Right. (laughs) We do that too easily. Well, my co-host always talks about too, how, you know, we're always comparing ourselves to like the perfect version of ourselves, what we want to be ideally. And she's like, instead of doing that, why don't we just look at yesterday? Are, can I do better today than I did yesterday and make these small um, changes that you do more meaningful and you can celebrate those little victories rather than um, still not yeah. the perfect version of myself yet.
2: Yeah, I really love that. And I think you can also use that like at the end of the week, you know, instead of being like, oh, these are all the things I my mm-hmm. do list i done. It's like, look back at your week and look at everything that you did get done.
0: Yes, right.
2: And everything that you're proud of yourself for. And and just like you said, all the little victories, because no matter how small they are, those are the things that are going to add up to create big change. Mm -hmm. Long. And so actually, I love to like, think of or write down a few affirmations that really resonate with you, like, could be simple, as I'm enough, or I matter, or I'm worthy of abundance, or I'm useful and energized. Um, or it could be something a little bit deeper, like "I love the one um, I'm going to make you so proud." Mm. Like I nice. am going to so proud, and just uh-huh. say that conviction, and then you know your actions will want to follow that because you feel so good when you say it, and it's like you don't want to let yourself down. You want to you want to be proud of yourself, and you want to be happy. That's one that at least really works for oh, me, I and love then. That you like that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's really sweet. And it's something you would say to your friend. And so why not say it to yourself and encourage yourself?
2: Yeah, exactly. And initially, um, something that you could do if it's hard to think about affirmations right from the start, but you could set an affirmation alarm on your phone. Hmm. And so once a day, um, the alarm goes off at a time that you choose and maybe there's a little notification that pops up that has written in it a positive affirmation that you want to say or hear that day. Mm. And, and you say it out loud to yourself in that moment. And that just kind of creates um, the habit of it. So that mm. one, so well, you don't need the alarm or maybe you love it and you use it all the time.
0: That's really cute. Um, <laughs> we have one thing we ask everybody at the end, uh, which is what do you keep in the trunk of your car? <sighs> Mm-hmm. do not want to
2: <laughs> why what's in there everything it's <laughs> awful <laughs> well um, we've
0: heard every answer under the sun so there's no judgment okay. here
2: I will tell you what's currently in the trunk of my car okay what's and in
0: actually it?
2: this is kind of fitting um it is about four bags of clothing that I'm going to take to um a donation center yay and yeah, and, and it's taking up the whole trunk. I the <laughs> yoga mat that I'm going to give away. But that's actually a tip that I love to give people is that um, one way to improve your self confidence is by getting rid of any clothing that just doesn't make you feel good. Right. And just get out of there. <laughs> get yes. it out of there. Yes.
0: You don't want it anyway. No. It feels
2: so good to let go.
0: Yeah, see, that's a great answer. And hey, Sometimes, we all drive around with those bags in our car for a while. It takes a minute to get to the donation center. <laughs> so yeah, and I, know, I don't
2: know if you have a donation center that you love, but I've been hearing that Goodwill just is not the best because they um, raise the rates so high for people that it's hard for people to afford it. Oh. And so, I, yeah, I've been trying to find one that I really love. So
0: Oh, that's a good Anyone's tip. I didn't know it. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find one locally, but um, I just want to encourage people, tell them your uh, website so they can visit and see what you're up to.
2: Sure. So it's bodyblissbyjess.com and then on Instagram, it's also bodyblissbyjess.
0: Cool. And you have coaching services, all types of stuff that you can help people with. So they should check it out and see what you have to offer. And you give um, wellness events and retreats and Mm -hmm. uh, in the LA area as well.
2: So that's super cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I have a lot of different things on there. So if you have any questions, I love to connect too. Feel free to reach out at any time.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on Brain Candy. I'm sure a lot of people will uh, relate to your story and be inspired by your uh, work now.
2: Well, thank you so much for having me on. I, I really enjoyed this time with you. Thank you. Thank you.